Bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. It's hard to yell when the bat rails in your mouth. Woo! Bring them out, bring them out. 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 Bring Welcome to the Fantasy Football Fiend Podcast with your hosts, Zay, Young Vander, and Broja. What's popping, good people? Welcome back to the best fantasy football podcast on the air, the Fantasy Football Fiend Podcast brought to you by Manscaped. I'm your host, Zay, the Fantasy Football Fiend himself. I got my bros on with me. Holla at the people, Young Vander. Fantasy Fiends, what's going on out there? And my guy, the rookie aficionado, bro, Joe. Holla at him, bro. What's going on, Fantasy Fiend family? Yo, so we have part two of our redraft running back rankings. Not a whole lot of news, so we're really going to jump right into the rankings today. Uh, this is the dog days of summer right before Kemp is going to start. So we're going to have some unfortunate news that's probably going to pop off soon as camps go. There's always that, you know, those one or two guys that end up, you know, biting the bullet early for, for whatever reason. But Join us on Facebook at the Fantasy Football Fiend Family Facebook group. We put a lot of information out there. Make sure that you're following us there. Um, other than that, we're going to go ahead and hop right into these rankings. All right, good people. So we did the first half of the running back rankings on last week. So if you didn't catch that, by all means, go back and check that out. We're going to be getting into our roster fillers, our sleepers, our guys that um, could surprise and could end up, you know, being the ones that kind of bring it home for you. But you just got to know to have them on your roster ahead of time. So we're kind of getting into the nitty gritty of the running back position, the guys that it's going to be uh, very beneficial to know their names because what it tends to happen when we get into redraft, when we get into those later rounds, people just start making, let's just call it mistakes. Um, people that aren't prepared, they just snatch up any name that they know and it doesn't present the best value. So looking at the back end of the wide receiver show, you can go back and check that out. And also looking at the back end of the running backs, it's really going to give you the value, the sleepers, things of that nature. So we're going to hop right into it. Bro, Joe, why don't you start us out with your tiers? We're all starting out with running back 41, but let us know uh, how many people are in this first tier for you. And uh, go ahead and jump it off. No problem. So with this tier I got in here, I got seven. So I got from 41 down to 47. So with this one, I started off with Tanks Bigby, Tajay Spears. Keandre Miller, Jarek McKinnon, Zach Moss, Zach Evans, and uh, I had Cuba, uh, Cuba Hubbard in here. <clears throat> of those, I think like uh, with Tanks Bigsby, I think he, you know, it's a good chance with this duo. Um, I think he can carve out a huge role for himself. I think this is really going to be a good backfield overall. I think they got a lot of talent in here. Um, but Bigsby has like the, the Pierce to him where – he has a lot of upside to be a two-down back at least uh, in this offense. He does a little bit of everything well, but I just I just like what he brings to the team. I think he's obviously much bigger than a hasty and, and as well as 
uh, ETN, but he's really decisive. I, I like how he moved. Uh, Spears was somebody during the draft uh, evaluation. Like, it was just the need, though, though, what you were just hearing about the needs for me, where I was just like, was awful. But obviously, we know with Duke getting uh, cut for, um, or I think suspended for Tennessee, I think that just opens up a big path for him. It wasn't that he wasn't a, a really great running back. He's he's a spectacular next level, but I think being on deck, Henry is really good. Uh, we already know how I feel about Keandre, but I just feel like with Jamal Williams, people just got to kind of look at it like, yes, they gave him a lot of money, but most of that uh, those incentives are tied into year one. I don't think it's a long-time play with Jamal. I'm not trying to say he's not going to stand out relatively well this year, but for somebody, for example, in uh, redraft, um, not redraft, but dynasty, I think it's a good stash to have Keandre Miller um, as well. I'm not too sure even on Kamara as good as we've heard him being in camp. We already know about McKinnon, so I'll skip him. Zach Moss. Oh, yeah. What was now, Kamara, he, he got a court date coming up sometime in the next couple of weeks, don't he? Yes, sir. I, I think he had. So th- I wonder how, if that's going to be one of those, yeah, we're in, we're out, we know what the verdict is, or is it going to be continued and then they don't, then the NFL doesn't end up passing on their punishment or like with, with these type of assault charges, it, it's normally not anything that's pushed further out than what it has been for right. all intents and purposes. So, we should know kind of what his fate is going to be by August, I would think, sometime in August. Yeah, he looks great. He looked great during camp, too. So it's one of those things with even Kamara's, he's looking like he's looking like the real deal. He's really well-conditioned and really thriving right now. But, again, this is before training camp, or, you know, as far as the athlete. Um, Zach Moss, I think he filled in really well. I think I like that dynamic a lot with him and Jonathan Taylor. He ran the ball pretty pretty well with that team. I don't see anybody competing for him at that role as the number two. Uh, Zach Evans from the Rams. Uh, I just I I, I like uh, what's that dude that's in front of him? Oh, Acres. Why why even have to think that right? I like Acres a lot. I think Acres had a really great straight. I think he will get the crack at being the guy. I just don't trust McVay. I, I'll never trust McVay with who he like at running back. Never in life. But I like the the tandem of both of them uh, in the backfield. But I really think as the season go on, we could see, you know, it become a 1A, 1B. And I'd rather have somebody who has the the speed aspect and a dynamic out of those two. And then Cuba, or however some people know, CH. I think he's going to be a really good complement to Miles Sanders. Similar size, similar stature. But I just think he had a lot of injuries coming out of college. And obviously that was why he kind of fell in the draft. I think he's going to return to speed. I think he's going to get up there. He's going to be a lot more decisive and running. I think he's definitely going to be an even better complement. And we know they're going to use him on kickoff and uh, punt return as well, too. So just a little quick rundown on them, um, my 41 through 47. Let us know what your tiers is looking like. I think mine is going to end up being a little bit longer, but um, I'll explain why. Start us out with yours. Yeah, I'm going to uh, take mine to, uh, let's say, 41 to, like, 51. Okay, um, interesting. Mine went to 54. <laughs> yeah, I got uh, Elijah Mitchell here, Jared McKinnon, uh, Deontay Foreman, Gus Edwards, Devin Singletary, Damian Harris, Tyler Allegier, uh, Zach Charbonnet, and I also have uh, Kendra Miller here as well. And last but not least, at 51, Jalen Warren. Our tiers are kind of looking the same. Um, For me, 
when I do a tier, it's all the guys that I kind of feel will end up within the same range of points, if you will, unless there's some unforeseen circumstance that comes about. And starting with wide receiver 41, you're going to hear a lot of the same names up in a similar order. But Jared McKinnon at 41, Devin Akane at 42, Eliza Mitchell, Deontay Foreman, Jack Charbonnet. Tyler Allegier, definitely not due to his talent, but um, that's going to be a committee for sure. Um, in New Orleans, it's looking like it's going to be a committee as well. Um, it just won't be a full committee until Kamara comes back from that suspension. But um, I have Devin Singletary at 47. From Chicago, Rashawn Johnson at 48. Kenneth Gainwell, Jalen Warren, Cuba Hubbard, Kendra Miller. Cordero Patterson, and at 54, Raheem Mostert. My tier was a little bit larger than you guys, but I kind of feel like these guys are, you can kind of substitute one for the other for the most part. Now, at the top end of the tier, when we're talking about the Jared McKinnons of the world, now, and also looking at Devon Akine in Miami, that's going to be a matter of triage, if you will, because if those guys that are currently in front of him stay healthy, I think that they have enough talent and they know the system well enough to continue to have a role, regardless of how much of a role he carves out. But if Wilson or Mostart gets hurt, which they they do, uh, then then he could easily jump up a tier or two, actually, just depending on the level of volume that he may get. Unless CMC gets hurt, I kind of feel like Mitchell's going to be right there. Now, Foreman and Johnson, those two guys, I think they're going to be battling it out, but Foreman's no stranger to injury. I think Herbert's going to kind of have his same role, regardless of which one of them is the uh, goal line slash um, first, second down type of a guy. Tyler Allergier, as I said, not due to talent, but just the fact that he, he has the, the the man in front of him. They're going to give him every opportunity based on where they draft uh, Bijan Robinson at. So I would say mistakes <laughs> within the rationale for where I have any of these guys or does it kind of make sense? Uh, I wouldn't say it's a mistake. I mean, around this this area, you're going to kind of hear some of the same names like you speak of. As far as a kind, there's been so much talk about his you know how great of a receiver he is so i'm not really sure even if even if you know wilson most started little committee mm-hmm. uh, this is supposed to be the debo guy uh for them so Got i think he, i okay. think i think he'll probably get his three or four carries you know sweeps things like that but i could very well see him being used you know spread out you know whether it's in the slot or whatever like this i mean everybody was raving about his catching ability like this been the thing like i mean this dude can really catch the ball like, he's a wide receiver so is so, there a possibility, just because we see this every now and then, where, where someone gets like a double designation or where we have a running back that's really a wide receiver, which gives him a little bit more of a ceiling, if you will, especially in yeah. PPR, do we think that that should kind of boost Devin up a little bit more as far as where we would draft them just because of the dual usage that he may see and then god forbid somebody gets hurt he he may be he may be used almost and, and when i say this name it's tongue in cheek i'm not i'm not saying he's on this talent level but he may have to be used almost like a, a cmc for both the pass game and run game type of a situation depending on injury so is that kind of telling tales out of school if you will or or is that on par i think where he lays right here 
um, in your ranking is a really good. I mean, this is a really good spot. This is a rookie we're talking about. That can very well be the starter. You know what I mean? In parentheses, how he's going to play it. But uh, I think he's in a good spot. I think he's going to be used like a, a Swiss Army knife, you know, a joker, whatever you want to call it. Right. He's, yeah. he's going to be a specialty player. I don't see him getting the, the, the two position designation. I don't see him getting that. Okay. But for what you said, I think it'll be the running back playing wide receiver. So you really can maybe take advantage of it. Like in the redraft, you can maybe be gold for a lot of people. So that's that's how I think it's going to be. Of course, we got to wait and see how it is on the field. Right. Again, I remind you, in the draft room, McDaniel was like, I got it. You know, they draft a, got, they draft a lot of players and they were just cooling in the in the room. But when they draft this kid, man, he was, there's a lot of fist pumping and chest bumping. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I really think... uh. They got some things lined up for this dude. He's he's I mean he's another track guy. He's surrounded by speed, so right. They, yeah. they probably really want to get this dude in space and let him work. Yeah, I, I definitely wanted to chime back in on a chain, which which was really interesting. I think. Hold on, Joe. How you pronounce his name again? A chain. I think I think that's right. I think I heard it like that. I, I think me and Bear been pronouncing it wrong. <laughs> a chain. I wasn't gonna tell you. I, I, thought, it <laughs> I thought it was that kind or whatever. A chain. A chain. Yeah, so that's what I'm going with. We uh, okay. after this, we are gonna watch an interview <laughs> and see what his pronunciation is. But I think early early on on the season, I don't want to expect that much of him. But I do think this is somebody who is going to be uh, Lamar Miller. I think that you know that's a good name to come to mind from Houston, Texas. And okay, okay, with uh, Miami, he he's a he got speed, man. I don't I I know Waddle's pretty up there, and they can chase down Tyreek, but. I think it gets even scarier with somebody like a chain, and that's all things considered. With most start being there, like you said, health is one big you know culpability with them. But also too, they don't give they didn't give them a lot of money to keep either one of these guys. They already got a uh, Salvador Mod. They already have Gaskin in that backfield. He's gonna clearly, like I said, he's coming to a situation of injury already. I just don't think I think once they implement him, they're gonna utilize him to his strengths and going back to what Vanders uh, was saying and something I saw when we looked at Isaiah Spiller, you could, you could just see the difference in how he moves. Like this is not somebody who just like who plays any game, so to speak for him to be only like 187 pounds or however much he weighs, this kid gets it. Like this kid goes 23 miles an hour up in a second. And I think that that's, that's exactly what this offense needs. The trickeration, like I was saying, to kind of get him in a, a Debo scenario where you get him out there against a safety, a linebacker, and he—I I love it. I love—I love what it means for this offense. I don't see him paying dividends early on, but if you tell me after like the second half of the season, I definitely believe it. Uh, He—he can easily walk away with that backfield, um, in my personal opinion. Joe, go ahead and hit us up with your next tier. I'm, I'm dumped a dipper. Okay, my next row is—it's kind of interesting. It's one of the bigger ones, so I have. From 48 to 61. So I got it starting off with Keontae uh, Ingram. I got Travion Williams. I got Cordell Patterson. I got Joshua Kelly. I got Mostart. I got Singletary, Gus Edwards, Michael Carter, Chase Edmonds, Jeff Wilson. I had to throw Zeke and Fournette here. Obviously, I think hot more, way higher than, than this on them, but. Just due to like us uncertainty, I had to push him back a lot. Um, Malik Davis and Ty Chandler. Now, Keontae Ingram, um, I, I can't say I like him a lot. I think, obviously, without the Cardinals not addressing this position um, going into the draft, the free agency, it's like 
you got you got one or the other, so to speak. What I like about Keontae is he's he's just a really decisive guy. I like that how he moves. I like how he's just really physical. I like the, the type of ball he plays. But I think the game really didn't come to him last year. He still has upside to be a an average running back, you know, a good complimentary piece. But again, I, I think it's not it leaves it leaves a lot to be desired in an offense where we know that the guy in front of him isn't gonna play many games. Uh so I really like Keontae. I really think he really came on towards the end of the season, just as far as being in the NFL, coming, you know, becoming a true running back at the next level. We already know Travion. I think it's obvious it's the second running back behind Mixon. I don't know why I got my names mixed up today. But yeah, they got him second to uh to Mixon. I really like him. I really think he's a, a good runner. He's one of the faster guys. They don't really have a lot of speed. I know Chris Evans is somewhat I don't really call him fast, but Travion is really the speed of that backfield. We already know Cordell, and I really like Cordell here because I think somebody had the article where they said they're gonna kind of use him like they used him back in 2021. Right. And I really yeah. I think it was telling more so that we are we all seen him. When you give him too many carries, where he wears down too easily during the season. But when you utilize his skill set as a He's a weapon player, when you – yeah, but he can be a weapon for real. Woo, if you keep this man healthy, it, it, I think he's going to be that piece that, that you can move around and you kind of get involved and get him in touches, you know, 15 to 20 touches. I think that's really practical a game. And I don't, I don't think it will be that many touches. Mm-hmm. I, I I think Tyler Allegier and, and and Robinson, you know, I, I think they're going to get the majority of the touches. But like you said, it'll keep him healthy too. Whereas when he does get those touches, a fresh Patterson at the end of a game, they they can make a come up in Atlanta if they do it right this year. But but let me ask you this though: you're with your Zeke and Fournette. Depending on where they go, when they go, right? Does that change? where you think they end up at all or at this point wherever they go their role is going to be as such that they really can't expect to be much higher than where where they are right now anyway and that ranking is with the expectation that they end up with a job already with one of those scenarios i think i see it with zeke and sorry to cut you off where no no you can probably probably to me the odd man now i I just don't see it i think the means is done we i'm I'm gonna skip dancing around his knees is done so so you don't you don't think he gets the job at all if you give him you tell me joe when i mean two down i mean like one you know first and five first and three second and like short yardage oh heck yeah give it to him all day he's he's still gonna be also the best pass blocker in the league but i think he's a complimentary piece because we've seen it last year he has several good games, and then next thing you know, three yards of carry, four yards of carry. He kept sputtering in between the two to by the end of the season. He just looked washed. Pollard was just running laps around him at that point. I think he may end up back in Dallas. I think, And I think that's a phenomenal fit considering what they got with Malik Davis and then obviously Pollard is going to be the guy. Um, with Fournette, I think, obviously, I think Fournette still got it. I mean, obviously, he can be much higher, but – He's the veteran, you know what I mean? He's looking for that veteran money. It don't have to be a lot. I'm thinking maybe he want between four to five million to go somewhere. And I think considering what the market was, that's a little bit more than what most people got, you know, as far as like the veteran players. Now, is that going to end up being a um, like a, a camp injury type situation? Or you think somebody's going to bring him in because they actually, you know, want him for his services? Yeah, I think honestly, he he's just controlling the driver's seat, right? He's a veteran. Most of these people don't want to do mini camp. They don't want to do parts of training camp. That's all these guys once they get, you know, years in the league. And I think that's his situation. It's not that he doesn't have, you know, suitors. 
it's more or less he just wait the month the money the money and i'm also quite sure he don't want to put himself at risk to injury by doing something that is not a necessity once you get those years in the league typically you know this typically they need several weeks to kind of ramp into it you know as far as these programs to be ready to go by the season Mm. But he, yeah, I'm quite sure he know how to get ready for the game. You know what I mean. So I think Fournette is just waiting for the right opportunity and the right dollars. Again, four to six million a year. It sounds like it makes sense for him. Okay. Okay. I also, I also think with uh, Fournette, um, not only injury, but it's just some of these holdout guys, right? True. Uh, true. Who, who all we got? Um, you got Jacobs threatening to hold out. Who else was threatening to hold out? You got Jacobs. You got Barkley. Bar- uh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I forgot about Saquon. You got. Ben. I can very well see a team saying, hey, okay, cool. I'd rather have Fournette than Zamir White. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather Man. have Fournette than Eric Gray. You know what I mean? Just for right. one year. So that also would be a thing that's kind of like maybe with Fournette, you know, let's see how these holdouts go. And I think he could follow on those spots as well. Not I mean, honestly, I would guys. prefer that even if they didn't hold out. I mean, just as a, just as the, I mean, I would prefer Fournette as the backup to uh, Jacobs versus, you know, Zamir White being the backup or, you know, same situation with the Giants that you brought up. I would prefer Fournette or even a Zeke over, you know, Gray as being the backup. So even if they don't hold out, there may be something that they may want to explore. Yeah. Um, but Vander, go ahead and let's switch your next year. Okay, from here I got um CEH. I have Joshua Kelly, Cordell Patterson, Cuba Hubbard, Michael Carter, Jerome Ford, Kenneth Gainwell, a chain, Tavana Chain, Chase Brown, and Zach Evans. Now I do I know we already spoke on the chain as well, but you know, if you if you pay attention to this guy in college, you have to ask yourself, like, how come he's not getting the same love as like a Jameer Gibbs? I mean, if you look at college, Jameer averaged seventy seven yards. Again, a chain was 110. They both had a 14.7 share, target share. So that was even. Jameer ran a 4.36. This dude ran a 4.32. Uh, they both was 3.6 catches a game in college. And uh, Jameer had 10 touchdowns in 12 games. This dude had 11 touchdowns in 10 games. Can so, either one of y'all can either one of y'all answer that? Because I know y'all are much more in tune with college than I am. Can, I mean, I think, what, I think what made him? I know, think it's the stage. What what though, um conference was he in or division? I mean, what well, I mean, he would which is still ACC, right? A and M. He's an AC. Okay. It's but uh, it's Alabama. You know what I'm saying? So Alabama running backs are going to get. You know what I mean? I think it's just more exposure having you know just the history of the program as far yeah. as running backs stuff like that. But I'm telling you, this dude, this dude could be special. I, I can very well see him taking over by years in as the running back one for this team. I mean, seriously, I, I think if you like Gibbs, this is going to be the this, let's just say the poor man Gibbs, right? We just put it like that. Okay. But I think he can be as good. You know what I'm saying? Because, so for Dynasty, you definitely want to make sure that, you know. Yeah, 100%. Especially if these <laughs> guys don't, name down. If they don't <laughs> sign uh, Cook. You know, if Miami don't get Cook. You know, right, right, right. You, you definitely have this kid on your team. But, I mean, honestly, even if they sign Cook for Dynasty, I, I think I, I would still keep him on my radar. Because if they sign Cook, that just means they're going to get rid of some of those other veterans. It'll still be about the same amount of people in that, you know committee or whatever by the time it's all said and done i believe my tier seven actually started out with ceh as well i just kind of believe that unless he goes to another team his time as the um supposed lead dog or attempting to be the lead dog is kind of done i'm gonna have michael carter here i have ezekiel elliott pierre strong jr gus edwards leonard fournette jerome ford kareem hunt tank bigsby naeem hines Chase Edmonds, Joshua Kelly, 
Tajay Spears, Isaiah Spiller, and Chase Brown. So another um, pretty large tier for me going from running backs 55 down to running back 70. A lot of these guys are in the same boat. Um, your Zeke Fournette hunts of the world, almost the exact same boat, in my humble opinion. Um, if they go somewhere where they'll be utilized, they'll be able to put up some points. Um, well, I'll say Fournette and Hunt are in the, are in the exact same boat. Zeke is kind of lost a little bit of luster. He'll have to kind of um, prove it again if it's possible to do so. I think that Pierre Strong is going to have a defined role with the Patriots system. I know that we never want to depend on a Patriots running back per se, but anytime, you know, it's mentioned that he's going to have the quote unquote James Wright role, that role was kind of consistent, not normally due to rushing, but due to the pass catching that it requires. So, I kind of want to see how that works out for him. And then some of these other guys, like I, I just saw an article not too long ago um, saying that Naeem Hines is kind of like the Swiss Army knife of the Bills backfield, and he can kind of do what um, both Cook and Harris can do. He can kind of do what both of them can do and things that neither one of them can do, but he's just not as good at the things that they excel in, if that makes sense. But that just kind of tells me that this is going to be in likelihood a, a committee based on the coaches are talking right now. So that may make where Hines, Harris, or Cook I may end up, barring injury, um, kind of fall just a little bit. But I do like that offense. Outside of that, I think everybody else is kind of par for the course. Um, any Anybody that you think shouldn't be mentioned in this tier with these other guys that I kind of uh, maybe overshot on? No, I kind of like where, where you had everybody. Like you said, like when you get to this range, you really just, you know, I'm not saying it's a dart throw, but you really got to be really considerate to what's going on as far as depth chart and opportunity. And you just got to be really smart when we get to this uh, half of the list. So I think it, it was a good shout with those players you called out. All right, Joe, well, go ahead and hit us up with your next tier. And does this take you up to running back 80? This is going to take me up actually. Take, take you up to where? From 62 to 70. Gotcha. So in this one, I got uh, Matt Breida. I got Kareem Hunt here. I got Zamir White. I got the guy from the Jets, Abba Danan Kanda, whatever. Abba Nakanda. <laughs> there we go. I got Jordan Mason here, Tyler Batty, uh, Chris Rodriguez, Jamichael Hasty, Isaiah, Isaiah Spiller, and Xavier Valaday at 70. I like this list uh, a lot. I think, you know, I, what I'm doing as far as my rankings is that if you if it's three people in the backfield, I'm just taking people back. Because, you know, like looking at where Abba, whatever. Abba Nakanda. Abba Nakanda. <laughs> <laughs> you, got, you got my guy, uh, Michael Carter there. You have obviously my other dude. What's his name? Because he's on my list too. Zonovan Knight. Zonovan Knight. And then it's him. And I think, honestly, they, they'll go into the season with all four of them, including Brees Hall, being still on his team. Without us knowing the backfield, I just really pushed him back. But I do agree to the sentiments of just the talent level. I do think he's he can be a special guy. And I think he's one of the faster guys, with the exception of Brees Hall, still left on that team. Um, I like Chris Rodriguez. I, he reminds me of, of Geis. The kid from LSU, which is ironically, he ended up on the set the same team. He's somebody who's not that fast. He doesn't check all the the wild factors, but what he does do is he gets he just a bulldozer. He and he can catch. He definitely for, for certain can catch. 
it's a similar skill set to Brian uh, Robinson, but again, at this range, you, you can you can only look at you know his opportunities. I would follow him during camp. He might be like you know how I'll, I'll find like the Elijah Mitchells or the Jalen Warrens and stuff, or the James Robinson in, in years past. He could be a guy that you just watch during camp, listen to what beat writers are saying because he may get an early opportunity. I don't care what anybody says about Antonio Gibson. They start saying good things until they don't start saying good things. There's always something with Rivera when he says something about a player. And then lastly, uh, Xavier Valley. That's your real quick question. Yeah, what's going on? You don't think Eric Bianimi's presence is going to maybe lessen whatever vitriol there was between Gibson? There's almost kind of like a buffer mm-hmm. now because if we're going to be honest, like looking at skill set, and looking at the way the enemy ran, you know, the running backs in Kansas City, like if he wants something similar to that, Gibson does give him, you know, the best shot at kind of attempting to reproduce that. Or do we think he's going to like revamp what he does and, and go with the, you know, three yards and the cloud of dust type of a running back situation? Because that's kind of yeah. what Robinson and, and, um, and, um, What's the rookie's name? I, f- I forget. His name. Uh, Chris, Chris Rodriguez. Chris, yeah, uh, Chris Rodriguez. Uh, th- that's kind of the skill set that they kind of bring to the table. So w- what I always like to say uh, with this, and, and when you looked at Gibson coming out, right, coming out of Memphis, whatever, it was Rivera's quote, oh, you know, he, CMC, da, 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 and it's like you see somebody who's still learning to be a running back who has, you know, the capability and potential to be well, but it's also injuries. It's not that he's missing time with these injuries, but we're talking about injuries to you know ligaments and, and parts of his body that kind of we've seen a diminishing return in running backs overall. He's I almost want to say he's in he's in that injury prone uh tag and designation. And then to your second part, I don't think the enemy, I think everybody say, oh, what the Chiefs do, what the Chiefs do. I don't think that's a fair assessment of what the enemy wants to do per se, because uh like, I'm not saying he didn't call plays and everything like that because we all hear that, that the chatter. Be, I feel like he's an integral part of that of that team as far as the offense. But I don't think that was his actual footprint. I think this is the actual year, whatever his offense to be, whatever it's to look like, it's going to be his type of offense. Because if you're telling me Antonio Gibson is your guy, I don't expect him to play 16 games anyway. So I'm going to still be looking for another running back. But if he's telling me that he's going to be – I think he's going to use the best person available in the field. I think I think it's truly going to come down to that and whoever producing. And I think Gibson will have a fair share automatically to your point because he's one of the faster uh, of the bunch. But I really think it's Brian Robinson. Brian Robinson, again, this guy can catch. I, I Forget numbers. If you could just see what Nick Saban and, and everybody else has said and what you can naturally see – He's a natural pass catcher. I just think because, you know, him to him getting caught up with the shooting, you know, getting shot or whatever, getting robbed, all those different things. I think him having a full year, you know, in the NFL you know, system, not just a system, but nutritional wise and getting re- ready for the season. I think he's going to be a little bit better than what the media would want to think of him. I'm not saying he's going to be a top echelon running back. But I do think his skill sets as a, um, a pass catcher is hugely underrated. I think people sleep on it because he didn't do it in college or wasn't asked to do it in college, rather. Vander, what you got? Yeah, this list right here, I'm going to take it on out. Um, and then once you get down to this point, I mean, these guys got to be maybe some injuries. 
things like that could probably elevate once you get here. You know what I'm saying? This is all injury. A lot of these guys' uh, production really depends on injury, to be honest with you. Unless you're in a really deep, deep, deep league and then a little bit of play here and there get you a few points. But I got Chase Edmonds, Cuba Hubbard, uh, Ronald Jones, Pierre Strong, Kyron Williams, uh, Dearness Johnson, Tajay Spears, Keontae Ingram, Zamir White, Deion Jackson, Isaiah Spiller, Kevin Harris, Tank Gisby, Bigsby here, Amir Abdullah, Mike Boone, Israel. I'm, I'm not going to say that last name, but you know what I'm talking about. Adabaganda. Right. <laughs> um, I have Tyler Chandler here. It sounds like I live in Wakanda. Yeah. And, <laughs> and last but not least, man, Boston Scott. Okay. But for me, I mean, I think Israel Abanaconda is this dude can really be that diamond in the rough. I'm telling you. I don't want to hear nothing about Zonovan Knight. I don't want to hear nothing about Michael Carter. Those guys had a had an opportunity to show what they can do, and they ain't did nothing. This guy, he comes in, he's the most talented running back in the room right now with Brees Hall down. You know what I'm saying? Uh, there's been so many reports coming out saying this guy can very well be the starter week one if Brees Hall is not available. So it's already being, you know, whispered that this dude's probably going to leapfrog these other guys. I don't think they showed enough last year in order to uh, really claim and take hold of this spot. I mean, I think it's going to be a, a camp battle, but I think this guy will rise to the top. And if given an opportunity, he can be the the, the RB2 behind uh, Brees Hall once he's available and get ready to go. But I think for those first four, four to six weeks, while they're probably trying to ramp Brees up, this dude could probably be the man. So he's kind of under the radar. A lot of people don't really know about him because, you know, if you look at depth charts, he's probably going to be the fourth guy. Uh, I will grab him. I'm telling you. Uh, of course, in the Dynasty League, I have him. And I, I'm really like, this dude, he, he he's he's a real deal. He, he He's solid, man. And, you know, we this this uh, past draft was really deep with running backs, and we see some really good, talented guys fall. And he was one of them. So my thing is, and I have him in a similar position, but even if he is the man until Brees comes back, it's still going to be like a full, like they may have the committee of all committees, like because they're going to, I don't see them not giving any of their guys any touches at all, if that makes sense. I think Carter's going to get a few. I think Zonovan will get a few. Izzy will get a few. And then when Brees comes back, he's going to get, they'll work him in, but he, he'll he end up being, you know, the lion's shareholder at some point. But this backfield may have more young running backs in it than, I, I'm, I'm trying to think of another backfield that has this many running backs that, you know, can I, 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 get I in mean, that. yeah, but I mean, yo, you got to produce. I mean, We've seen Carter average once once Brees went down. The boy averaged three point six yards. No, no, no. I hear you. don't hear what so, you preach to the choir on that part. Yeah. Now I feel you, but and what he I'm lost saying, his gig. Right, 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 right. I feel you, but what I'm saying is this coaching staff tends to not pick one guy, and I think like so Zonovan Knight will end up being what um. What what what's buddy um something Johnson I forgot his last I, I forgot I don't, he might not even be on the team anymore but 
he would get in there and, and get a few touches and 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 vulture a touchdown every now and then. Um, I think he just left last year, but like they like to run a deep platoon at running back. But I mean, I feel you. Like he may rise to the cream of the crop as far as that's concerned. But um, I know Aaron Rodgers is going to be throwing the ball a, a, at, at a pretty good clip, and there's a ton of <laughs> running backs in that backfield. But um, for me, uh, go ahead. No, I mean, I feel you. It's a ton, but it's, I mean, what's the little term you told me? A hundred pennies is a dollar? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what these guys is, a bunch of pennies. That's yeah. it. They're, they're, I mean, again, uh, Carter, he had your 3.6 yards of carry in the last couple of games. We've seen Knight come in uh, during the uh, final four games, 70 yards on 39 carries. He, he spent most of the season on the practice squad before the injury, so he's not even a guy that was even considered. He got pulled up. Like these dudes are this, this dude Israel is in, is a talent. Like he's a talent, and I'm telling you, he's gonna come out of nowhere. He's gonna be the man, and then, I mean, I'm telling you, I think Hall's gonna be. Of course, it's Hall. He it's his backfield right. until he's ready. But I don't see him being ready to maybe week six. I can see that. You know what I mean? I think in between time, this dude is going to make his make a name for himself. Really good offensive line, really smart quarterback. I'm telling you, man, don't 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 sit down this time. It's in the sixty one fifteen roster. A lot of leagues, just stash him. If you got a, a taxi squad or something like that, you want to have this guy sitting in there. I promise you. Yeah, I, th- I think the conversation with him isn't really. Uh, do you not stash him? I think he's a, a tremendous stash. I think what it comes down to, and again, we can talk about what a, what a player or, or whomever did last year. You got too many guys that have the same skill set, and where the draft capital lies with him, it wasn't like they went and swung out of the park to get somebody to do anything different. His even his forty that he ran in his pro day, we already know that those electric electronic times could easily fall within a four or five easily. And then you're telling me again he's the same player as a Zonovan as a Michael Carter. I think they all complement. They can all do certain things well. I think he does bring a level of explosiveness. But running in the Big Ten, where Ohio State is like the a good defense, a formidable defense, but that doesn't rank to an actual NFL defense. It's still a transition for same running school, back. Same school. Who, who, come on now. This is a Pittsburgh running back. Who all went there? Oh, Miles Sanders and Saquon. And, and who else? But, Shady. But his numbers isn't like nothing I'm gawking at. Like, oh, my gosh, he did something amazing. With 293 touches, he did what he damn near should have did with that much volume he had. I forgot the exact carries, but I know he had over 200-some-odd carries. He averaged six yards a carry, man. I would think so. If they, with the strength of schedule they just had, that they averaged six six yards a carry. I, I mean, not he, he, he's not me. playing in, like, the American League, Big South. I mean – it's still a what, – what, what division is that? It's the Big Ten. So, you, so you're telling me like Nebraska, like Northwestern, Purdue, Illinois. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Illinois defense is fire. Whoa, 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 whoa. Watch your mouth. Don't start talking much about the Big Ten. Ohio State up there. Illinois had a good defense. Don't They had a top defense, actually. What you got? Michigan up here. You got Indiana, Maryland, Forget Rutgers. That Forget that school. You got, a, you got a games where he can easily go off on any moment. So, I mean, like – I don't I, – again, I think he's a great running back. I think he's a great talent. I think, to your point, he's a definite stash. It's just too many mouths. Even if you think he's the guy, he's not going to have – to me, he's not going to have 
enough touches to think that it's going to be fantasy relevant. But Why I do not? think in Dynasty, he might be the okay. guy going into year two. Check this out, right? Let's say, for instance, hypothetically, um, mm-hmm. if, if Hall's not ready until like week five or six, and this dude will go out of here and he's start off the first couple of weeks over 100 yards rushing for the first four weeks of the season, you're trying to tell me they're going, oh, well, whatever, you know, you're not going to be relevant. Like, we're going to do whatever. We're going to push to the back. I'm not saying that, but th- but two things his, to his skill set that is that's unseen to me, and I don't think he do relatively well. He don't pass block relatively well, and he don't catch. I don't think he, he catch better than Michael Carter. I can I can say that with with two eyes on him watching him from North Carolina. He doesn't catch better than Michael Carter, and I definitely know he doesn't pass block. So that's two reasons why I don't see him being uh, uh, as heavy as a contributor. I think he's going to get on the field early, but if you can't pass protect and you can't catch. What am I going to expect you to do other than the obvious, which is run the ball, which makes you a one-dimensional player? Again, I think he can grow into something, but I think with as many the versatility on this team, I think I don't even want to risk it as far as a redraft. But and, and Pitt and Pitt is not in the Big Ten. I don't think are they in the ACC? No, Pitt, Pitt ain't in the Big ten. ten. No, Pitt ain't in the Big Ten. They in the ACC. Pitt, if I'm Pitt mistaken. Is the ACC. Yeah. Pitt so is the come ACC. on now, let's put a little more respect. So that's, like so, Clemson, so, that, so that's Miami Hurricanes. Right? No, 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 no. That's not a little more respect. That's a little less respect, sir. No, I mean, no, I mean, as far as like teams are pretty better defenses. You saying all these? He's named all these teams in the Big Ten. That right? Nothing. The, I mean, you got the, some better teams. The, the, the Big Ten is he has the worst worst defense in the Big Ten. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think I the Big Ten. Sure. I think the Big Ten is kind of top heavy, right? But I'm just saying he he's seen some some talented teams. He also played against Tennessee, which is an SEC team, right? I, I uh, didn't. I didn't. I didn't follow them to keep it. The he ball. played against VTech, which he had three hundred and some yards and six touchdowns on them. Oh, Virginia Tech. That's not. That's not a good. But thing. VTech that's, is usually VTech is usually a pretty decent team defensively. Now I'm not sure what they he did this past year. Dumps the doodle. So um, he played Western Michigan, Tennessee, West Virginia, Georgia Tech, Louisville, North Carolina. North Carolina. Duke. It was ranked. Like, you're not telling me a top defense again. Like all of this is hurt. telling me something he should do. Miami Hurricanes, and in the bowl game he played against UCLA. UCLA got no defense. UCLA. It's, I mean, I'm, I hear you, but it's an 18th ranked team in the country. Oh well, I mean, I understand what they rank, but you got to show me a defense. You didn't. You didn't tell me that one top defense on out of this whole. Like I'm looking at his schedule now. I'm Virginia, Tennessee, Western Michigan. Rhode Island, Georgia Tech, Virginia, Louisville, North Carolina don't even got a top defense, Duke, and Miami. Again, he did exactly what you I would think he would do with the type of the level of competition. And to that point, it's even worse if you if this is his level of competition like competition being an ACC. So but I mean, so so Tennessee, he don't get no respect for beating Tennessee. I mean, well, playing against Tennessee. Tennessee doesn't have a great run defense. So, I mean, again. So, every team he played against was bad run defense. Okay, I got it. Let's go. They had horrible defenses in general. That's what I'm just trying to say. That, like, I'm not saying that, again, he's a good player. I'm not saying he's not a good player, but. What do you do against Tennessee? I don't know. I'm tw- asking. He had 25 for 154. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, go look at Alabama versus Tennessee and see what those running backs did. I'm just saying. What Gibbs do against Tennessee? That's what we need to see. I know he probably ain't had no 25 carries, though. <laughs> Whatever he did against him. I got it right here. Go to Tennessee. He had 24 for 103, three touchdowns. <laughs> hey. Okay. 
Hey, that's what I'm saying, man. Come on, man. Put a little bit of respect on this bull. I mean, what's the what's the respect when he has Bryce Young as his quarterback, who went crazy? So it's like, I mean, oh man, now, now we switching, the, now we moving around. I'm not, a, I'm not moving it around. That's the quarterback. You asking, asking me like I'm not moving it around, but I'm just I'm I just mean, saying you want to. I'm just saying like you want to if you want to compare apples to oranges. Oh, he did better than Gibbs. Yeah, he don't have a quarterback. He don't. He's I would I don't think he because it was him. It was Tinsley, Parker, Washington. They had and they had Clifford, and they I think they had Clifford at quarterback, and they had another guy at quarterback, and they rotated between the two. Bryce Young. What one, one could argue? One could argue that having the worst quarterback would actually make your job harder as a running back. Because they mean they're gonna stack the box on you, especially when you get in the yards. That he, I mean, I, I understand. I understand that. No, 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 no. you, so you tell, so, so, I'm and sorry, when you I'm, try to I'm stop this guy. If, if this is all they got at Pitt, right, and he's just the guy on the only guy on the team, would you he be the only guy you're trying to stop? Like, wouldn't that be the the sole thing of the team? Like, let's get take this guy out of the game. If the quarterback oh, is trash, gonna, that's all I'm saying. Bro, hold on, I'm gonna go look at Bryce Young real quick. What Bryce Young got to do with it? I'm I'm confused. What, what game was it again? I'm sorry. We talking about we talk, Tennessee. 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 Oh, okay. To get Tennessee. So 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 Bryce Young had 52 attempts and 455 yards and two touchdowns. Cool. Okay. Okay, so I'm so I'm saying like he threw two touchdowns. Again, it's Tennessee. Okay, so but no, 455 yards, 52 attempts. What is Gibbs gonna do with his quarterback? The man had the, no, man, no, had no, 20, the man had 24 carries, bro. What you mean? He had opportunity. Don't act like. Hold on. So you're trying to confuse the listeners. You act like because this man had 54 pass attempts that the guy didn't have opportunity. The man had 24 oh. rushes. You said that it was one. It was go. one one rush attempt difference. One had 24. Yeah. So he five. had opportunity. That's all I'm saying, but but my, my point is, it with Pitt, <laughs> it would have been more difficult. And he amassed more yards. Obviously, more, he didn't get the touchdown. How's it more difficult if the de- the defense is garbage? That's that's my no no point. no because you, you okay you, you're missing. If it. either way, running or passing, the team is garbage. Why does it matter if who got what? Be- because that's my perspective. Because what team is what garbage? we're saying Tennessee? is on defense. Yes, they are. They're not. They're not a good defense. Okay, so. What we're saying is, if you look at the premier running back, which is Gibbs, and right. the back end running back, which is Ikein, if right. you look at their production against, regardless of whether you think Tennessee is on the back end, middle of the road, front end, whatever, when you mm-hmm. look at them going against the same defense, they had similar results. So, in other words, if Gibbs was head and shoulders above this guy, then his stats should have reflected it in the 24 attempts that he got in comparison to Akai's 25 attempts in that, as you said, Bryce Young did his thing as well. So the defense had to worry about Bryce Young way more so than they had to worry about Pitt's quarterback, which made it that much easier for Gibbs to kind of show out, if you will. But they were able to put up, you know, both great stat lines, but one did it in a uh, w- with a much better offensive line and right. a much better quarterback, so th- that's the only you know. So I understand what you're saying. So my my point of view is this: if a team's defense is already garbage and you can get anything that you want, it what are we really saying? Because look at Slovis for example. Slovis had fourteen for he went fourteen for twenty four, one hundred ninety five yards, and this guy went like you said twenty five for one fifty four and one TD. 
All you telling me out all this is he. Let me see what his longest run was. I can go take a look real quick. All you telling me the difference was he broke he broke one for seventy six yards. Okay, that that I mean I mean it's a good game. Again, I, I'm not questioning his okay. talent. Watch this, right? Okay, the top defenses from last year. So he played against some top defenses. Uh, actually, the number twenty one defense in the country was Syracuse, and the number twenty four defense in the country was Louisville. He played against both of them. So that's two of the top 25 defenses in the country. You say they didn't play against nobody. And if you want to look at those games against Louisville, which is a top 25 defense, he had 28 carries, he had 137 and a touchdown. Right? And against Syracuse, I don't even think he played that game. I think he set out that game. Yeah, he set out that game. He didn't play against Syracuse that game. So he did play against a top 25 defense. I mean, get a man some credit, man. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, he, he, get, he get credit, definitely, yeah. He get credit, definitely, yeah. Louisville, oh, they 38 against the run, okay? They give up a buck 35 a game. Come on, man. <laughs> Don't hit on that ball. He, oh, he a good back. I'm, I'm not saying he's he not a good – he's he's a good back, but I'm not seeing uh, – in a. I don't see him leaps and above uh, looking at his skill set as far as dumb three, him, Zonovan, and Michael Carter, my personal opinion. I'm not, I, again, he at the end of it, he could come out the number two running back. But as far as short term, I'm not seeing him being a better pass blocker. Or and, receiver. And, for, and for the record, Tennessee was the number 21 run defense in the league, in the country. So let's not say the defense is trash. It was number 21 in the whole country in run defense. Right, in run defense. Paul Steve Yo, let's finish up these rankings. So for me, tier eight takes me all the way through running back 80. And then Joe, you have your last tier to take you through 80, or do you have two more tiers? No, I got one more after this. All right, cool. So you'll go ahead and round the show out. For me, running back 71, I have Zach Evans out of L.A. I have Kyron Williams, uh, both out of L.A. That's going to kind of be a battle, a camp battle that I kind of want to keep my eye on for who's going to be backing up Acres. I don't know where James Robinson is going to end up, but wherever he ends up, I think he has the talent to be right around you know, this area. Dearness Johnson with Jacksonville, depending on how things go, ETN is obviously going to be the man, but he may mess around and end up being number two on that depth chart. We'll see how that works out. I'm going to have Israel Makanda and Donovan Knight right there, neck and neck with each other. Um, and this guy, I think I, I, I'll actually say I made a mistake on, and he should be up a little bit higher, but I do have Zach Moss down here right now. I think he should probably be somewhere in tier seven, though. I'll, I'll, th- that'll be one of my first corrections, if you will. Um, then I have Boston Scott, Matt Breida, and Dwayne McBride out of Minnesota. So that rounds out my 80th running back. Joe, go ahead and finish it off for us. My bad. I had to go get this. All right, so lastly on my list. So I had here Latavius Murray. Jeff Wilson. What, what, what is that? What is that starting out? What number? 72. 72. To gotcha. Uh, I got Tyron Davis Price, Zonovan Knight, 
Chase Brown, Keyshawn Vaughn, I mean Vaughn, Blackshear, Justice Hill, and then Tristan uh, Ebnar to round it out. Any honorable mentions? Any sleepers that kind of fall beyond here, but they just didn't make it in your rankings? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, I would say I like the kid, Dwayne McBride. Uh, okay. Minnesota. He, he made it. He's one of my last guys. <laughs> and, and that's contingent on uh, injury as well. Um, there's a couple guys that's there. You know, Ty Chandler, Adam Brink as well. But I think through camp, I think this guy going to be a hard out. You know what I'm saying? He's from UAB. He's a hell of a talent. That's what I can tell you. Um, I'm not sure if Madison can take the ground of a whole NFL season. Um, so I'm not sure if he's going to get a little nick here and there. But I do like that kid, uh, Dwayne McBride. If injury occurs, he can very well uh, be a guy that can stand up and uh, probably make some noise out of nowhere. I think, honestly, going back to my list, too, just to, to touch up on it. I think Xavier uh, Valaday for Houston might be a really good sleeper pick as well, too. And this is like next to nothing. It's just somebody you can literally put on your watch list today or grab just to hold a spot. I always I like David uh, throughout the draft prospect uh, last year, and I really liked him. And he kind of did a little bit to what I thought he would. But I, I think Valaday is in a good position, too. Like, I think they really hit on guys who are re- they're really good. Well, Paris, he, I don't know why he didn't do better in college. He really was in the share of timeshare, but Validates has really been one of those steady dudes. I like his work ethic. I like, you know, the work he put in. It's just nobody there, in my personal opinion, aside from Devin Singletary in that offense. It's just somebody that just the stash. I don't think if anything happened to Pierce, say, works and walks into a full timeshare, I think it really would be, you know, him and then someone like Validate who's literally has a little bit more size, a little bit more stature to him, a build. Uh, again, it's, it's just somebody you can put on a watch list. So in case an injury or something was to happen, uh, I really do like Valaday as a player coming uh, into the league last year. And then lastly, in regards to Tennessee, just one last thing, 91st defense, 128th against the past, uh, past defense. Uh, again, <laughs> garbage. Garbage defense. Barbecue chicken defense. 91st defense, 128th against the pass. Um, let's go. <laughs> defense. What are they? What, what are they? What are they against the run? One hundred and twenty-eighth pass defense. Uh, what are they against the run? <laughs> the twenty. Oh, what they were like twenty-eighth. What they get? See, you see, you see that say how they around. <laughs> what are they against the run? run? I don't want to know about. What are they oh. against the run, bro? I don't care about what it is against the run. <laughs> talking about running backs. That has nothing to do with them. You talking about what are they against the run? These guys give up. Under four yards of carry. They give up three point some yards of carry. Did you look up that stat as well? Oh, no. I, I know that the 91st defense. No, 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 no. That's overall. That's what, what were I they know. against the run, sir? We're talking about running backs here. Oh, you, want, you want me to go back to the run? Hold up. Let me go oh, back I know what they were. I can give me the help. <laughs> you need oh, some yeah, help? Okay, help me with that. Help me with that. You need some help? Help me there. Cause, cause they they was 21, sir. So you minus the seventy some odd yard uh, run that he broke off. What what does he? Oh have no 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 no! I'm not minusing anything, sir. Because you know oh, what? Okay. I've seen Barry Sanders. I've seen Barry Sanders have games like this where he break off an eighty yard run and had oh, hundred fifty yards rushing. Oh, Tennessee has such a great defense, but they what have are the they against the run, sir? You talking about? Total. They have that means the nothing to me. First defense, he had a one play of seventy six yards. Could, oh my could, god! And guess what? He, he did it. He did it. Okay, he, 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 he made compared to Jamir Gibbs. Did he made the play? Did he made the play? 
I mean, guess what? At the end of the day, play count. I mean, men lie, count. women lie, numbers don't lie. You talking about? You trying to find something? What are they against the rush? These guys give up three point two yards a carry, man. No, don't do that. Let me go pull that back up. Hold up. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm gonna do that. <laughs> I'm gonna do that. Three point two yards back. a carry. That's what they. That's what they average up. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and whisper. Oh, no, no. Oh, no. I'm sorry. 119. They 22nd against the run. No, no. 119.2 on the season. The last three, they gave up 154.7 yards. The last one, they gave up a buck 64. What did they give up a yard per run? Um, I don't, I'm not saying that. 3.2. That's if you're scoring at home. Okay, so if you're scoring at home, it's three point two. If you're scoring at home, so 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 minus so minus a seventy six yard game. I don't what, want to minus anything. Well, no, no, no. That's, that's minus the five touchdown passes that okay. Bryce Young threw. Why, why, why okay. we had it? <laughs> Let's minus it. It probably was a bomb. Say, it probably was you, a bomb. You if you take away the bombs, you. then what? Say, how's that sound? So if, if no. Randy Moss had, like, we seen Randy Moss play against the Cowboys. He had like three. Dude. He had like three catches for like a book something with three touchdowns. Hey, he only, I mean, it's only a one play, a touchdown. I mean, you, you take that away, then no, I'm not taking nothing away. The man <laughs> busts a 70 yards. I'm, yard I'm, but I'm sitting here thinking when you when you throw in this game out there that he just had this game in which he just it's rammed a, into the it, a, six yards a clip. It's a good game. And without a big play. It's a good a game. Play. When we go okay. back, when we when we go back and look at box scores so and history, in, you, they're not gonna say, well, this guy only had he had 200 yards rushing, but two of those carries was 75 yards apiece. No, that man had what 200 yards rushing that game. Same thing no, with same it, thing with Derrick Henry. We had that big game. Maybe he bust a 99 yard run. They didn't say shit. I mean, hell, yeah, he had 297 yards, right? He had two. He had, he had so two if you take that away, it really would have been like 180, maybe. I mean, no, <laughs> you tell me, had a 200 you, you change. Give him the man. Okay. Just do, man. But Stop using Jameer Gibbs, using Jameer Gibbs in the same context as <laughs> him does what? What are you saying? I'm not. No, I never bought up Jameer Gibbs. No, okay, that was the the, the question. The it thing was, I said was, was, we talked about against a, a a SEC team, right? Then Zay was like, well, "Shit, let's look at Jameer Gibbs." You know what I'm saying? See what he did against right. this team, right? Did Did they play against any other of the same teams? No, because that's the only SEC team I think they um, are, are there any other top running backs that he played against the same that they played against the same defense? Like that guys sure. that, that that are coming out that, that we you know we we look at as bona fide candidates. I mean ten of, I mean I'm just looking at run defenses. No, I mean ten. like like um like say for instance uh, like okay, even Robinson. Like like is there a defense that both of them went against the same defense that we can compare? Like I, I don't I don't I don't keep enough keep up with college enough to really honestly Oh, question. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. Okay, even Duke. You, you talk trash about Duke, but they, they okay. got the number 27 run defense in the league. You know that? Let me go look up Duke total defense. See, you're talking about total. We're talking about against the rush. Dude. I'm not talking about what, total. What had, let me go see what he had against Duke. Because – you, you I don't know. I don't, I don't even know what he had against Duke, but I'm just saying, like this team is the, 17 carries for 113 yards. Okay, okay. not bad. That's yeah, that's not and a touch, and a I, touch never said, I never, I never said he wasn't a good player. I said for what he did in college, I would expect him to do it. So, so, so you mean to tell me this guy had run against two top 20 something run defenses, and you expect him to do that? Yeah. No, that don't make sense. 
Because that's simple, that does not make sense. Because if these guys wouldn't be ranked this high, if somebody, if everybody was doing it, if everybody was doing it against them, they wouldn't be ranked Dude. this high. You don't want to say you 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 want to focus. You want to keep a focus on just run defense. What are we talking? Jay, what are we talking about here? Kickers? You're talking about guys that run the ball? Why wouldn't we? Okay, but you say he he, he went against Duke. He had seventeen for one thirteen. Okay, so he, what's that? What's that? That's astounding. That's astounding. Let's do some math on that. That's astounding. Let's do some math on that. You said that? No, is that astounding? Is that, that's let's do some math that, on that. So that's six point six yards a carry, right? That's six point six, right? Yeah, they, they give up. They give up three point seven for the year, mm. sir. All right, Gold Mouth. He's it's a whole. It's, it's a whole three yards more carry that he averaged against what they give up for the season. That's all I'm saying. But you want to look at total defense? Don't yeah, care. He had 117 yards. Okay. Okay. Right. Yeah. What, what round he went in again? I mean, father, father's, father's sauce. What, what round he went in again? So we talking about rounds of people. What, what does that matter? He's the illustrious runner. He's he's a what must round? have in and he must have in football. Yeah. What round did he win in? What, do, what does that matter? A, what round Tom super. Brady went in? And he's so good against what time what, 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 what Tennessee. What round Tom Brady he had went to in? be a high draft pick, right? What round? No, <laughs> that's not true. What round Tom Brady went in? So so why not? Where, where what? You go? Where you go? DJ King Capri. Hey, where he go? What does, where he go? What does it matter? What round he go in? Where, Can you where, play where football? Can you play football? What round where Jamarcus round Russell went in? What, what round Ryan Leaf went in? Huh? What round Tim so Couch went in? So now we talk about quarterbacks. No, I'm just giving you examples. What, okay. We talk about quarterbacks. Okay. What round? Okay. What round Rashad Salam went in? What round? We were, what round? I mean, which one? What you want to talk about? We talk about quarterback. I can name some running backs. You want me to name some running backs for you, too? You want me to name some running backs for you? What round he went in? That's all, that's all I asked you. Do you want me to name some running backs for you? What round did he go in? It don't matter what round he went in. It's the, can, the boy, can the boy play pigskin? That's all that matters. But this is my thing. Don't get, he, caught up in, if, don't get caught up in rounds, man. No, no, no. But if he's doing this well, my whole thing is this is the NFL. It's 32 teams. He went five rounds. Past thirty one other because the kid he's he's young he's a young kid too now so that's another thing people are like oh you know the boy ain't but twenty years old did you know that did you know that oh man can you hear me anyone out there oh yeah I see I see played three hey, years Z. of football too I see played three years of football what tell me what round Kajana Carter winning Kajana who the heck is that tell me what round Lawrence see. That's, get your, you, you're talking to me, man. You're talking to one of them. Talk, I don't, I don't me, what round he's Lawrence, a nobody. What, I don't even know who he, he is. So how, that, that's how I know you don't know about no football. He's a nobody, right? <laughs> what, what round Lawrence <laughs> Phillips went in? <laughs> what round Curtis what? Enos went in? You're talking about running backs. I'm asking you because you I'm, done I'm gave me a you. whole rundown on stuff what, that's not what, what round Lawrence Smith went in. Hmm? Remember those guys? No, you don't. Where, where they Look, finished? I just you know, I need to know where they finished. I don't care oh, so the name. Tell me oh, where they so finished. Oh, so now it's about to finish. Which one oh, is it? Is God. it where they got drafted or where they finished? Telling me you giving me names. Where, where do I know them from? Because you can do you can get to the NFL. How long do, you been to do what? Football? To do what? Two years. Okay, can you, you never know? Johnna Carter. You never heard of him. Where did he finish all time? What did, I'm just asking a simple question. Where he finished? That boy retired with like 1,100 yards, and this was the guy coming out of college. So he finished with eleven hundred yards. Yeah, you remember him? Eleven. So by eleven thousand, eleven hundred. Yeah, total. High draft pick, first round. 
Beans. Where did he finish in the NFL? You remember Kajana Carter? Where did he finish in the NFL? Well, that's, all, that's what I'm talking about. In the NFL. He had like 1100 yards of a career. He was a first-round pick. Where was so, he drafted? So, so in other words, what, what, what he's saying is where yeah. you're drafted, you could be a first-round pick. Hell, Josh Rosen you could throw in there. But where you – if just because no, you're drafted high – We didn't even back. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, We didn't even run it back Well, what's your boy? Um, like I said, Lawrence Phillips. You remember Lawrence Phillips from Nebraska? We we could go with um what's your boy Robinson uh Trent um from Alabama Trent Richardson Richardson yeah where was he drafted so I don't want to talk about where somebody was drafted can you play football that's all that matters okay so but this is my point what round did he go in that, uh, you still ain't answered that one question he was a seventh round pick all right there we go I just want to make sure so uh, as far as I'm so concerned nobody missing out on him because he already went in the fifth round if he was anything special he would have that, went that's not true Brock we just seen Brock Purdy. Uh, he, he he looked damn special to me. What round he went in? Is that a quarterback? Oh, so not a matter about position. You see, where was he drafted? We talking about guys that get drafted. So now it's about uh, see when I so see, we're talking about that's like, so, so that's crazy. When I when I well, DJ but, but hold on, 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 hold on. Ain't no kicker breaking. I, I, I ain't saying I ain't scratching nothing. I, I'm still asking you a question. I, I got one for you. What about James Robinson? That that's kind of recent. Yeah, we seen James Robinson did no. his thing, but undrafted. No, what I'm so so what I'm saying is like like he, he went behind where this guy did, and he he ended up being a wasn't he top three in fantasy his um first year, his rookie year, if I'm not mistaken. Man, hey, this this dude just started watching football, so I'm, I don't know. I I just started watching. I mean, football I seen I, I, I seen Jordan Kareem Phillips Hunt and everything else. I seen Kareem Hunt be the the leading rusher in the NFL. Where was he drafted? You see what I'm saying? Was so it fourth round, fifth round? Why does that matter? I think fourth how, round. How many running base? How many running base went in front of him, Zay? Ah, uh, I'm sure a good several. bit. <laughs> right. So what are we talking about here? Why does it matter where you so, drafted? Can you play football? That's all that matters. It does matter, and he's going to a situation. Oh, where hold, up, they, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, Joe, Joe, Joe. I got one for you. I got one for you. It's gonna break your heart, but I got one for you. Say it. I'm gonna say it. And before you respond, I just want you to take a deep breath, okay? Hold up, let me, let me put. Let me, let me, let me. <laughs> I'm gonna say, look, I'm gonna say it real low because I, I I don't want it to break your heart too bad. But Isaiah Pacheco, where was he drafted? 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 But, I, but look. I, you, look, know you know that's your boy. You know that's your boy. No, no, no. But it's but it's all I'm saying. And look at the competition say, he played against. Zay. He with the Rutgers. <laughs> Come on, man. Hey, but I look at least it's a paper hey, trail. Hey, we hey, see. Hey. We've seen a paper trail with him going from the oh, senior bowl on, man, bro. Damn. I'm just saying. We see. I I I took him. I I'm just saying. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. I didn't say he was a bad player. Again, this is saying for the up team time. Well, again, to my point, he didn't do anything that I didn't expect him to do bro. at Pitt. What you, what's, what's so hard with, me, what? with, with, with hearing it? Bro, he just went from where was he drafted, his competition, then when, when Zay just named somebody, where were they drafted, and the com- and their competition was less, what's the difference? You ever heard of Arian? I, Hold on. You ever heard of Arian Foster? Of course, I've heard of Arian Foster, where but I've seen he, it happen in the league. He was in the what, seventh round. No, he was undrafted from Tennessee. Okay, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So, hey, brother, <laughs> we colored, Nothing. we happy, and we sing. You know what I'm saying? Give me a high five.
I'm just not seeing it. I'm just, I'm so sorry. You not I'm not seeing nowhere here where it's just like, oh my god, he did some astronaut. He's the top back, the best back ever. He's a great. He's a good running back. He's a great. He's a great running times. back. He's young. I said that four times. Boy, twenty he's years in a old. Committee. He's going to a committee. I don't. He may be. And then when a guy comes back, he's going to be behind the guy. So fan it. So it's like, yeah, he's a great. Again, I said it. Great dynasty stash. I definitely agree. But he's in a commit. So now, so so what? What, what Pacheco's in? I think that's Pacheco backfield. My yeah. personal opinion. Oh my god, he might be the lead dog, but he in the committee, bro. <laughs> Come he on, definitely man. in the committee. Come on, man. <laughs> I know, I know the guy's the lead dog versus. I'm saying, oh my god, he just he, look what he did no, in no, Tennessee and Virginia you don't, Tech. You don't know he the lead dog though. What? You don't. You don't know he the lead dog. No. We don't even have all day to be on the show because we've seen the report. Not, don't tell me we. I've seen the reports to where that's what's been said. I, I've I've seen on the that's field the back. some of the other backs have kind of. He didn't start seven games, bro. Like that. Like, that's one. You're you right. Like Pacheco played the whole season. No, no, no. Just, oh no, my sir. god. No, no, no. I'm not saying that. I'm saying there's a reason he didn't start seven games. With a torn labrum in a broken hand. Let, let's let's put that into that those equations too. He had the torn labrum and the broken hand in those seven games. He had the labrum definitely. He had the uh the hand going into the playoffs. No, no, no. That was the end of the season. That wasn't the seven games he didn't play. Okay, the but seven that's what I'm saying. He, he played through it. He played through it. But I'm saying he played through it. I'm not. I'm not talking about the beginning of the season. No, 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 no. What? I'm, what? No. The seven games that he didn't play, that was at the beginning of the season, right? Right. Okay. Right. So that means he didn't beat out the other guys in the running back room, right? Right. Okay, so that's all I'm saying. Like, it, it, he had an opportunity. But when he got his opportunities, what I'm saying, he was starting with a torn labrum <laughs> and a broken hand. You know, but, but, but wait a minute, though. But mm. wouldn't CEH hurt at that? But he got his opp- He didn't get his mm. opportunity because he was better. He got his opportunity because somebody else got hurt. Mm. And not only that, but really? McKinnon, McKinnon ended up being the better running back between the two of them when they were both going together, if, if mm. you look at the numbers. Mm. If I'm looking at the number, I think that was a, it was a good tandem. I'm not trying to say like he, he wasn't. Mm. I like what McKinnon's skill set was catching the ball out of the backfield and what he did. He's mm. explosive, definitely. Mm. But Pacheco, to me personally, that's his backfield. I'm gonna keep saying it. Ain't no different. Where was he so, drafted? That's all I care about. Oh, he, he was drafted in the seventh. <laughs> oh, wow. That's interesting. So okay. so just just so we're on the same page, McKinnon ended up being running back number 20. Isaiah Pacheco ended up being running back number 30, 39. Let me get this straight. CH is better player than Brees Hall. That's what we saying. Do I now? What is see what I'm saying? CH is a better player than Brees Hall. I just I just have to know. What are you talking about? I, 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 <laughs> because we, again, as far as situation, we what are we what are, what are we what are we like? We can say all this about him, but is he going to be the starter of the Jets? Who, is he the starting running what back? Is, is Reese Hall? You asking if Reese Hall is the starter of the Jets? I'm asking if I'm asking is Israel Abinaconda uh-huh. going to be the starting running back if Reese Hall is healthy? If if he's healthy, no. If he's not healthy, oh. yes. Okay, I, I just want to know what's his value. Come, I, at the end of the day, again, great running back. Thank you, be RB two. Where's this guy that, been as? Eh? We just just said the guy probably be started to for like the first four to six weeks. That's it. Nobody never said, oh, he's about to take. He about to put Brees Hall I, on the burn on the bench. Okay. Like, come I, on, what are you talking about? Dude? What, again, all I said was that 
I don't see him having that much value relative to the fact that he's not a better pass blocker or pass catcher than a Michael Carter or Zonovan Knight. That's all I said. Pacheco, not, e- Pacheco not even a good pass blocker. Oh, I, damn. I can, I can agree to that. Dan- oh, Daniel. They're in wait, the same wait, boat, wait. though. <laughs> ba- basically, 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 all we're saying is the dude that you're saying probably won't and the dude that you're saying probably will, they're kind of swimming up the same creek. That's what so I'm saying. The same, but how is it the same creep, bro? What you, that's, that's that's what. How do I, like? Wait, 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 because wait, where, wait. where where Pacheco was last year this time, right, is where Vander saying Adabaconda is this year this time. He he's basically saying that they're a type and shadow of each other. So that's a bet that they're going to be in the same predicament. As far as well, well the, the difference is Pacheco was going into the season hoping that somebody in front of him was injured. Adabaconda's going into the season knowing that somebody in front of him is injured. And if he and if he, you know, shows up, they're not gonna rush Hall back into a position to where he can hurt himself. So, you know, and, and then and then also looking at this from the redraft perspective, uh, Dynasty long term, we know he he's oh. probably gonna be second field of the hall. We don't know how that injury will end up working out, but looking at redraft this year. That's a guy that you can get for next to nothing that may be able to float that RB2 or flex position for the first quarter of the fantasy season. And regardless of what happens on the back end of that, if he was able to show and prove for that part of the season, Mm -hmm. you kind of got a guy for nothing. That's so that's that's where you start picking up. So the same as we were telling people, you know, pick up Pacheco with like your last pick, whatever the case may be, because he may wiggle his way in there. And, but the difference was we were saying that he'll wiggle his way in there and then he'll do something on the back end. With this guy, we're saying he'll wiggle his way in and he'll do something on the front end because we still believe in, in Hall. So it's it's kind of a type in shadow, but one's front-loaded and one was back-loaded, if that makes sense. No, I, no I, so when I took – when I took, when I, I can't even say I, tr- I drafted him because what I did was I, I traded for him. I had my opinion that Pacheco was going to be the starter. I can't speak for nobody else. I traded for him with my feeling being that he was going to be the starter. Did it start that way? No, he went on to be a starter. All I'm saying is, is that, again, for the fifth time, I think Abaconda, whatever, is a good running back. But the situation is three people who do the same exact skill set as far as running the ball. But you got Mike Carter, who's a, a proven pass catcher commodity, and Zyra Knight, who's a formidable pass blocker. I think he'll still get touches, but I don't see it to be an effect that is a, a huge impact. Do I think over the course of the season he could become the second guy in that the depth chart? Of course. That's that's all that is exactly you, you, what I think. But you you're talking like Pacheco don't have running backs or whatever he had. That's a uh, to me, I, I, I don't mind that McKinnon's there. I still I had what Pacheco number sixteen and CEH is still there though. Who cares about CEH? He didn't even start in the Super Bowl. I mean, the boy been he was, was starting to support the he boy. Was a scratch. He but no, he was healthy towards the end of the season. He was a healthy scratch and active for the Super Bowl. That man didn't healthy play since inactive. week eleven. He's a healthy inactive for the Super Bowl. Healthy inactive. It wasn't like oh, he had an injury designation. No, he just didn't make the cut. He was he was not in the on the team roster and starting. Or on the team, he didn't make the fifty-three. You, Still you, on the team, man. You, you, and, you, and also you the Chiefs said the apple cart like that going into the Super Bowl with somebody that's unknown. Like that, I mean, when you had something that was rocking, you don't you don't change that in that game. 
But but if he's healthy, I'm just saying he was a healthy scratch. Yeah, but but he wasn't. I mean, he wasn't lights out before before he was. You yeah, know, the man didn't play the half of the season. But I mean, you he just... was the highest drafted running back in his draft though before Jonathan Taylor too. So again, yeah. I mean, draft position don't necessarily dictate. Yeah, where was he drafted? Who you know gonna I mean? be? Go back to that. <laughs> and with so that just, said, so, so, real quick before we end this, so he just seen it. You got a first round because the CH is a first round pick. Okay. Yeah. He was picked before, and, and this boy is a seventh round pick. And look at it. Okay, okay. So let me do it. Th- so this way you can understand, right? I'm gonna tell you all the running backs that went in the draft. And you tell me who he's ahead of. So you got Bijan Robinson, Jameer Gibbs, Zach bro, Charbonnet. That, that, that don't mean Miller, nothing. You know, Tajay Spirit, Devon Chain, What is Tank Big? What is Rochelle talking about? Johnson. If we go tell back, tell me who he's better than. Listen, Out of that list, tell me who he's better than. So you trying to you trying you trying to change the you trying to now change I'm it. Changing, no, you I'm are. Listen, wait, making a point. Wait, wait, wait. You're not making a point. Wait. Say real quick. You named the running back we were talking about though. Say you, but he named in his list the running back. You guess named Devin Akai in your own list just now. Guess what? Say he's not making a point. You know why? Because we go back one year, I'd have named every damn running back in the draft damn near with Pacheco. Everybody would. Right or wrong. I mean, it, the same thing you're trying is, to do right now. You just—that's exactly why running backs don't get paid now. Yeah, what is you talking can, about? I mean, like sometimes you can, you can get that James Robinson that you know could be the number three running back in fantasy, and you paid absolutely nothing for him. So that happens with with that position. It doesn't Phillip really happen without. Yeah, enough. Yeah, wasn't Phillip he? Lindsay? What was he? Colorado? Fifth, sixth round, fifth, sixth, or, or was he undrafted? Phil Lindsay. I think he was undrafted. Actually. But but you but you know the other trend. A lot of the guys that don't um that get drafted really late or go undrafted, they'll have a flash in the pan type of a season. But but like your Arian Fosters of the world kind of have several seasons. Right. But a lot of those guys will have like that one. Oh my God! Can you believe it? And then for whatever reason, teams don't. They go back to acting like well, they didn't see what they saw in the actual games right. because of where they were drafted. It's it's kind of what is they? I'm gonna ask you, Zay. Going into last year, take your mind back. I want you to close your eyes. Take okay. your mind back to August 2022. Which one of these running backs were better? When Pacheco was better than Brees Hall, Kenneth Walker, Zamir White, James Cook, Brian Robinson, uh, Isaiah Spiller, Damian Pierce, Kyron Williams, Jerome. Now any of these guys? You, have, you, you, had five, you had you had five about four or five guys, and then that list ran super. No, no, it didn't because. If we was talking about these guys before the season started last year, you would have picked Pacheco over none of these dudes. Dude, when did I – I got Pacheco diving in August. I'm, what are you talking about? No, no, no. I no. had him in August. That's because of the I team he got – that's because of the team he landed on. It seems potential, but I'm talking about as far as just coming out as a running back draft prospect, he was not, bro. Stop it. Stop that's it. That's fine, but – Ty Davis Price what, what, from LSU, he was ranked right. But you talking about with somebody Jaylen else? Jalen Warren. I, Pacheco. I went and got Pacheco before the season. Tyler Allergy. Tyler Allergy was, wasn't that good, bro. bro he was the number on, two rookie on, running back in the on, league man. last on, year, bro. bro. That's on, not true. I'm talking about in college. He talking about oh, oh, college, oh, bro. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, my <laughs> No, I'm talking my about fault. going into the league. Yeah. I'm talking Ty, about Ty going, spent, going into Price. the league. Oh, my God. Come on, bro. Going into the league. He was considered a better prospect. That's all I'm saying. Right. But so you, you better name all these guys to say what? There was thirty. Bro. There was thirty-one running backs. If you go look at the rank, there was thirty-one running backs picked before Pacheco, bro. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm but saying. What? 
So you know situation, but with Pacheco, we did say situation, right? Right. He went to a situation, that's the, and that's why you. And now that's look why at you the didn't Jet like him. situation. That's what I told you. I t- look at the Jet situation. You got three dudes that run the same. The only difference is Michael Carter is the one that can catch. Zonovan can block. They all run the, the same. The dudes do not run the same, man. They don't. They don't okay. run the same. If we can put, if we can replay the rookie show, they don't I'm run quite the sure. same. Everybody knows that I, I, Israel Apakandananda was part of my list for the rookie show. So I already seen him. I already looked over it. I seen it. I gave my opinion on that show as well too. I'm not saying he's bad. All I'm saying is relativity. I can say Pacheco. Oh, I took Pacheco or whatever, but that's because I knew the situation. You're telling me he's right. going to be in a four-person backfield. You wait for one dude to be healthy, bro. He's going to. You talking about four people? He's going to leapfrog the other two dudes. Period. It don't matter who's there. I mean, look how many people in Atlanta, right? But but I mean, wait, 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 wait. Atlanta? We're missing one thing about the the, the Jets backfield. The reason why at damn y'all got me messing up his name now. The reason why at at, at, at the reason why Izzy. <laughs> <laughs> the reason why Izzy's been showing out in camp is because Knight has been injured. Knight may not be able to perform. So, I mean, th- th- there's another layer. Man, to Knight that. was on the practice squad last year. I mean, you're not even worrying about that dude. That's what I'm trying to tell you. He came up on circumstance. If Brees Hall has been healthy the whole season, he's still this is on the practice squad. This is true. This Come is on, true. man. Stop it. Knock it off. And that about does it for this week. Next week, we will be getting into your tight ends. And we'll also be talking about your sleepers a little bit more specifically and pointedly as far as redraft is concerned. And then we'll do a little bit of sleepers as far as uh, Dynasty is concerned as well. But that's going to be the show that's going to kind of make sure that the latter rounds of your drafts don't run dry before you run out of names that you know you want to have on your bench so make sure you tune in next week until then we out